When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. A Dadsnet original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is JK and Al. Um, today's amazing, we're, we're very excited to welcome back to the show, JB Gill from JLS. How are you, JB? Hey, I'm good, I'm good, thanks fellas, how are you? Good. It's always a good testimony that people come back. I was going to say that. <laughs> I mean, he liked us. Oh, I feel needy. He liked us, Al. He liked us. <laughs> I, I told my wife and she was like, what? what? He's, he wants to spend more time with you both. <laughs> you guys aren't so bad. We had a good time last time. <laughs> no, that's because uh, Jen, Al's wife, doesn't particularly like to spend too much time with Al. He can't believe that other people would like to spend that time with him <laughs> yeah she, she's constantly working out ways to not spend time with me <laughs> oh bless you Al. never mind um oh. but how, how have you been how have things been in the last uh last i guess it's a couple of years but how the how's it been yeah i mean uh, what hasn't happened there's been lots going on of course i was on tour with the boys i think probably the last time or around about that time when I last spoke with you, which was, you know, incredibly successful. Of course, it was nice to be back on the road with the boys and, and to have the kids come on the road as well. It was very, very special. Um, at the time, I probably was writing the, bu- the book, um, you know, which uh, obviously probably wouldn't have been complete at that point. But I was definitely sort of, you know, getting my mind into the story and how that was all going to play out. Um, still doing lots of TV, of course. Um, I did a new show last year um, called The Holiday Home Show, which was traveling pretty much for about six months of the year which is crazy you know I've never well I've done a, done a bit of that I suppose with JLS but not you know quite such a big chunk away from home so as you can imagine that was you know relatively challenging with the family and stuff like that but we, we survived it was all good um, and yeah just been doing the do obviously new shows with uh, Springtime on the Farm as well which has just gone out yeah um, so it's been a fairly busy old time I can't complain amazing that sounds good well we'll dive into a couple of bits in a moment but first usually every time we start we always start with a dad joke um and we just see whether jk and i can make you laugh with cool. a dad joke and, and feel free then to decide whose is better usually it's mine all right are you doing one each? Your face. We'll do one each yeah we'll do one each okay. yeah yeah, yeah. All right. uh, can i just say before right, before I'll we go- came on for this interview i've been frantically trying to find a, a farmer orientated dad joke and i've kind of failed just just so you know Oh, good. I was going to say, because that would be cheating. Why? <laughs> Why is that cheating? That's called research. That's, that's like, yeah, no, that's, you can't like tailor your dad joke to the guests. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no rules. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm going first. What does a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? Um, 
Don't know. They can jump really high. <laughs> They're both Paris sites. Oh, no. Oh, that is terrible. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> That's that's awful. Parasites. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Parasites. Parasites. Oh no, man. No. Yeah, we get oh, it. Right. We get it. It was, it, was, it, was, it was just shit. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just te- I'm just teeing you up, JK. What do you call a duck that's addicted? Adopted. Oh no, it's a quackhead. <laughs> that's a cheeky one but that's actually that's not too bad I like that oh man I say it's all in the delivery Al JK wins I'm sorry I'm sorry Al there it is okay Um, I'll work harder next time I want to quickly go back to so what was the show that you did with one of my very good friends which was the holiday show what was it called again JB the the, The the holiday home show the holiday homes yeah So, so you did that with Sam Sam Pinkham yes correct and you did it with a very good friend of mine, Amanda Lamb. That's correct, yes. Isn't she adorable? She is. She's so lovely. She really is. I'm not, I, we actually share the same agent. Um, and obviously I, I knew that, but I, I'd never met her in person up until that point. So, you know, as you can imagine, you know, going into sort of that first it's more like a screening, really, because we we'd n- not met each other. We knew that the you know the idea for the show had sort of been put in uh, set in stone, um, and they kind of just wanted to see like what our on screen ke- on screen sorry chemistry was like. And I remember the first time we walked in, obviously said said our highs, and we sat down, we had a bit of lunch, and then we went to this house to kind of go around it and and work not plot out you know what the show was going to be about. Um, and when it came to sort of us doing our piece to camera, which is sort of the bit at the beginning or even the end sometimes where you you know, introduce what, what's going to happen. I'm JB, da, 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 and we're going to go and do this today. And then off we go. We literally did it in one take and everybody oh. was just blown away. Yeah. And obviously we, you know, we, we sort of gone through our little lines and stuff like that. And I'm very used to that because of course I work with, you know, working with the boys and JLS, you know, we all have our little things that we say, or if we're doing like a little intro to something, a new song or whatever, or something for Instagram, you know, one of us will say one thing or we'll all say hi, we're JLS. And then one of us will pick it up. And it was just very natural. And, and of course not having had that for so long with the boys to just jump into meeting two brand new people who are both lovely, of course. Um, and it just sort of hit off was amazing. I mean, I, I genuinely don't know how you're fitting everything in because like we we said at the start of this interview, you, <laughs> you are doing so, so much. And and I suppose the question is, you know, you can well, look at me. I've, I've lost my hair. I, I need Botox. I've never had Botox, but I should get it. I mean, how do you how do you manage to a look, look so young still and, and, and fit this around your family life? Um. Well, there's two two secret weapons that I like to say. First is a very organised wife. <laughs> Always. And second is a very organised wife. Honestly, she's uh, <laughs> she's worth her weight in gold. Um, obviously, we we, we organise together. And um, JB, yeah. where where can you get one of these from? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, mine's taken, so I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> no, I am lucky, but. <laughs> yeah. it is true though um, but yeah you know what obviously we'll, we'll organize stuff together you know that the kids schedules as you can well you both know is you know take over ours often so um you know you have to be on top of all of that um and then yeah if, I, if i'm away like i was last year was a bit unusual of course with the show because I, I don't really travel often you know that much you know being away for sort of a week or 10 days or even longer sometimes is, is not normal um but yeah if i'm away for a couple of days and stuff you know chloe will always pick up sort of the mantle with the 
farm and you know we'll, we'll muck out and feed and you know do all the bit sort of the the day to day tasks um you know and then generally speaking I'll, I'm around to kind of do all the you know the heavy lifting and the maintenance and other bits and pieces and you know I'm very lucky a lot of what I do is is kind of seasonal obviously we're springtime on the farm that'll go or all the on the farm series really because we do springtime summer autumn and so on um you know happen at very specific times of the year and towards the end of the year when sort of my tv work sort of dies down um you know that's when i sort of pick up all the stuff with the farm so you know we, we find a rhythm and we work with it and you know you, you can't ever be too too rigid with the plan you know because the plans change as as they do yeah. in everyday life but um yeah we make it work somehow How- how do the kids find, on one hand, like getting stuck into farm life, and then the next they're kind of like backstage <laughs> of like some like a like a concert? Like, how do they balance that? That that must be like an unusual kind of well, a good upbringing because you're getting both ends of the spectrum. But do they comment on that? Um, not really. I think for them, obviously, it's it's all they've really known. You know, especially for Kiara because you know for her, she's she's four and she just started reception, but for the first two and a half well two years or whatever it was you know we were all in the house all together you know and that was pretty much her existence every single day so for her you know she's obviously been born into that and Ace the same thing you know of course we had the farm when Ace was born um for him he's traveled a bit more with me for work and stuff like that just because when you've got one it's a bit easier to do when you've got two it's a lot harder um I mean we're going to a a premiere um for Peter Pan and you know what, what was great about that of course they're super excited they love the story as I did when I was their age um but at the same time you know they'll be sort of feeding up before we go <laughs> here at home um and for them you know I just think it's it's normal do you know what I mean like they 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 know that that's part of everyday life you know we have to my daughter especially Kiara she loves going out and feeding the chickens and she can do that all by herself now um they're still a little bit hesitant with the pigs because they're quite big pigs we have Tamworths um you know but they're always excited when we see you know we've got the turkeys and you know they, it, it, for them I think it's just kind of second nature and what was in, what was interesting when we did the last tour um all, all the JLS kids came out on stage and I was I was interested to see like who would, how everyone would react because we were at the O2. You know, that's a big old stage. It's the best part of sixteen, seventeen thousand people on, you know, in the audience. Um, and they, they all literally, they all didn't want to leave. We had tears <laughs> getting them off the stage. Oh. So, um, yeah, you know, I think they, they love it, and they're just starting. Especially Ace, you know, he's eight now, so he, he really gets it. He understands that, you know, this is what Daddy does, and you know, this is really cool. And obviously, some of his friends came to watch with their families and stuff as well. So, you know, that was really special. The more I go through being parent, it's there. Like one of the most important things that I try to do with with mine is just give them such varied experiences because i remember when i was growing up you know it was it was kind of through the 90s and you're kind of like this is just what you do saturday's the same as every other saturday <laughs> and, and uh, you know i was looking at the thing about the, the easter holidays that have just been and you're like it's it's i did nothing in these holidays um whereas for our kids there's so many different things going on around us now that just giving them the most wide varied experiences as possible is going to that kind of like funnel them into so many different potential places that's my mantra and and clearly well not quite as varied as you but but that's, that's my aim yeah of course you know and i totally agree with that for me i think it's really important um well any person but certainly children when they're you know they're 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 young and, and they haven't sort of, you know, made their decisions on what they what they want their future to be just yet. You know, I think it's really important that they see as much variety 
um, you know, as, as possible. You know, I, I always used to say, because like when I was younger, I, I was into my languages. You know, one of the things I loved about that was that everything that I could dream of doing here in the UK with a language or two, you can dream of doing that in a completely different part of the world, you know, and if you've got a really far-reaching language like Spanish, for example, you know, there's so many opportunities that you could do, you know, just say you want to go and, yeah, I don't know, go into marketing or whatever, you can do that here, but you could also do that overseas, or, you know, you could spend a part of your time overseas, or whatever, you know, it just gives you so much more opportunity, and I think for me, with my kids, obviously, for, for all children as well, you know, being able to have access to opportunity is you know, all you can really ask for. I really love, uh, I, I really love hearing you talk about, and I will uh, start groaning now, but I used to work on a farm. I don't know if you know, but um, I grew up on a farm and hearing you talking about, you know, the farm and stuff, <laughs> pe- but people are going to just go, oh, do you know what? Yeah. Okay. JB works on a farm. It's probably quite hard work and, and that's it. You don't, don't ever underestimate the work that you have to do for a farm and you fall into that category of i watch the show i watch clarkson's farm i watched kelvin fletcher when he did his farming show and i i love the fact that these shows are here now because it shows that the struggle is real for farmers it shows how much work how much time how much care for the animals that you you know you have to do and i remember growing up thinking it was the best time one of the best times of my life growing up and we were very we were very poor we, it wasn't our farm we worked for someone else we we looked after someone's farm but i still yeah. look back on those those years those early years from 7 to the age of 14 and it was the best time of my life yeah absolutely i think there's something therapeutic about it you know even for me like some of the 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 worst jobs or what you'd think of the worst jobs like mucking out for example i mean we don't have a massive farm so it doesn't take me you know hours and hours and hours but at the same time you know you still obviously have to go through that process and it's you know pretty much a daily if not every other day chore you know so for me you know, just going through that process and like even just having that hour to myself and, you know, you're just in a bit of a trance, like just doing that, filling that up, emptying that, do you know what I mean? And, you know, for me, just having that time is, is, is actually quite precious. And then obviously you get the fun bits where I go out with the kids and I'm showing them stuff or I'm asking them to help out, you know, and then they can go, while I'm doing something that's maybe, you know, more for an adult or whatever, they can go off and they can discover stuff, pick stuff up or find things. You know, for me, I think it's just... It's, it's how, or certainly how I used to grow up, not necessarily on a farm, but where you have your imagination and you have to find things to do because you don't just have it set at home. You know, television, yeah. although we did have a TV at home, you know, when I was growing up, it was literally stuck to certain times of the day. And past 12 o'clock, there was no kids shows on TV. No. So you weren't sat watching TV. Do you know what I mean? You couldn't no. rewind anything. You couldn't pause it. If you missed it, it was gone. That was it. So, yeah. you know, I think it... it, it being able to give them an element of that, of course, you know, they, they, they live in a te- in a technological world these days, so that's important. But at the same time, you know, just for them to express themselves and be free, I think is is so rare, you know, these days. And they love it, you know, and I love it for them as well. Yeah. yeah. It's the outdoors. Just yeah. getting them outdoors is so vital. JB, when you... Um, when, so you, you mentioned at the start that you were also writing your book at the same time as being on tour and still running the farm and doing everything else. <laughs> that, like, I don't know, the thought of writing a book terrifies me at the best of times, even if I had nothing else on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you do that? And, then, and, and obviously tell us about the book and, and kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, the book started 
pretty much eight years ago. So I think it was just before I had Ace, you know, I had an idea to, to do a children's book. And when I was at school, I, you know, used to love English, used to love writing, um, love reading, of course. And, um, you know, obviously, as I've gotten older, it's definitely something that I've been quite passionate about. I was wanting to do, certainly. Um, and I remember, you know, I, initially I came up with sort of a rhyming idea, a rhyming book, which is going to you know, become a picture book um, and pitch that uh, to publishers for one reason or another. And no one took that up. And over the course of time, you know, I've, I've had that sort of developed and different people saying different things. Maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try that. Um, and. It wasn't until lockdown, really, where I actually just said, you know what, obviously, everyone's got a lot of time. Let me kind of revisit this project because, you know, it had a few sort of knockbacks, but it wasn't ever a case of I don't believe in this project and I don't think this could work. And, you know, of course, you know, the farm, sorry, the, the book had a farm theme. Um, and even obviously at that point, Ace had, you know, was about three or four. And I said to him, listen, I'm writing this book. Do you want me to, you know, and, and he sort of read through it or whatever. And he's just like, why is the main character not my name? <laughs> so then I had to change his name or change the main character's name, which ended up becoming Ace and the Animal Heroes. Um, and for me, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, Dick Kingsmith meets Dr. Doolittle. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of a, a um, you know, my life and, and how I grew up where, you know, this little boy, Ace, uh, moves from the city into the countryside and has to deal with that. He takes on a farm that's been left to him in his, in his inheritance and he has to kind of manage that with his grandparents and with the, lo- you know, with his local friends and stuff that he meets along the way. And, you know, for me, it has been able to, to firstly write a book that had, farming sort of at its core you know but then also be able to add in sort of you know amazing elements like the yellow wellies which gives him the ability to speak to the animals um you know it's something that i you know i wish i had you know even now you go out there and you think why why are those turkeys doing that or what are the chickens <laughs> thinking at the moment do you know what i mean and we'll never know that i bet i bet <laughs> ace comes out and it- Ace comes out and he'll see you like standing at the chicken coop going like desperately trying to talk. <laughs> I can see I it mean? now. But you know, for me, you know, just to be able to have a fun element like that and, and you know, obviously to bring that sort of magic to the farm I think is 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 brilliant, you know, and I've I've loved that process and you know, just being able to you know, work with Becca Moore as well, who, who did the illustrations. Um, and, you know, we were paired up obviously through Penguin uh, or through Puffin. And, you know, she's been great because obviously all the ideas that I've had sort of swelling my, around my head for the last eight years, she's been able to bring to life and, you know, put in, in picture and explain more than or expand the explanation of all the words that I've put together so for me you know it's it's been a it's been a long process but an exciting one and and you know I've I've you know been very patient <laughs> to wait for the right moment but uh but yeah it's brilliant obviously to to be able to to have uh, my first book um and yeah I'm looking forward to seeing how people receive it yeah Let's go. Um, let's quickly go uh, back to, to JLS. So you, you did the tour. We talked about how the kids were on stage. I think it's so so lovely. Um, can I just say, I I really think this is going to sound like whoa, but I'm really missing boy bands. I don't think we've got enough boy bands kicking around at the moment. I genuinely <laughs> don't. I, I you know I I loved E17. I loved Take That. I loved you boys i genuinely did and also you came on the yeah. scene if you think about it when again there weren't many boy bands around i think you brought the boy yeah, band thing right. back pretty much we did yeah i mean i remember the time you know even when we did the x factor at the time you know obviously they had the groups category on the show um and i remember 
one of the reasons why we ended up going for for it and doing the show was because they didn't put you know they didn't have many groups going through the show and any groups that did go through the show were either you know sort of family where you had like duos or you know whatever um or they put the groups together and of course the issue that you have with putting a group together is you're putting three or four or x number of five even people together who've never had you know, a relationship with each other and, of course, have to learn how to handle each other, deal with each other, fight the egos, especially when yeah. they've, you know, been solo artists. So, you know, that's not easy. Whereas with us, of course, we've been together for a year already, a year and a half, I think it was, before we did the show. Um, and, we, you know, we would obviously invested a lot with each other. You know, we'd done performances together. We'd lived together. You know, there's been, there's been so much that we'd experienced as, as a group, um, both personally and professionally, of course. And so for us, it was the perfect time, you know. And I think, you know, that, that then gave rise to, well, groups in general, because I think there weren't that many girl girl groups no. at the time. I think maybe Girls Allow were one of the only ones, maybe Sugar Babes as well. Um, you know, and then the Little Mix came along, One Direction came along, and you know, you started to see the Wanted even then came yeah. along as well. So you started to see sort of the growth of that you know, during that period. And yeah, I think you're right. There's not too many out there at the moment. There aren't. Um, there aren't. And I'm I, th- sure, I think I'm sure, I'm sure they're due to. Yeah, there'll be some that are due to come back. Um, and obviously there'll be some new ones as well because there's never a void in the industry for very long. I just, I just think, you know, that you think back to, you know, take that and not just the fact that they were a great band and everything, but the harmonies and you don't really hear that sound anymore. And you guys have that, you know, you really have that, you have that energy, you have that buzz, you have that warmth, you have that happiness. And I think that's what boy bands kind of bring in, in general. And I genuinely think we, we need that back and knowing you guys and interviewing you guys when on various radio stations, when I did the chart show and stuff like that, it was just nice to have you guys a boy band back in you know and i think are we going to see any more new material maybe or well not on probably not on this tour because we we still haven't really toured the last album so 2.0 although we did a couple of songs on tour we we largely haven't performed much on that album and even the album before evolution um before we sort of had a break um I don't think we did a, a tour dedicated to that either. So the fans are very desperate to hear more material from both yeah. of those albums. But, um, yeah, you know, never say never. Of course, we had, we, you know, with the last time we were out on the last tour, we did have a new album, um, which was great. And obviously, you know, we, we, we released a couple of singles off that album as yeah. well. So, you know, as I say, never say never. And, and at the right time, I'm sure we'll, we'll get back in the studio and, you know, work on some new material, whether that's singles or another album. Two more questions, just about JLS. I know that. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm jumping in here. I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm fanboying about being here, a dad. I? Okay, I, that that comes this next. Isn't, this isn't a, this isn't a this isn't a pop podcast. <laughs> do, 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 I miss my Radio One chart show days. All right, shut up. Um, so, first question. Okay, who out of the boys is the one that you can definitely tell a secret to? The one you can trust. Um, probably Aston. I'll say. Okay. And who was the most annoying when it came to being like a little brother character in the band when you're on tour, when you're together? Well, he's older than me, but probably Arishé. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were good. I, I was going to say either Aston or Arishé, really. But yeah. So is he the yeah, one that always yeah. sort of used to kind of, pl- did he have, did you ever have any like pranks played on each other and stuff like that? 
No, not really. But he's the one that you kind of have to say, right, Reesh, make sure you remember this. Make sure you bring that. Did you do da 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 da? So it's more like checking up on as if I was the older brother and he was the younger brother. <laughs> well, that segues very nicely into being a parent. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you. Yes, Good work, well JK. Done. JK, it's as, if, it's as if you planned it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, go, let's go to um, JB as a dad um, and I like I'll, I'll ask the question but, but then I'll come back to it because you might need some time to think but it'd be great to know yeah. like parenting particularly on a farm I can imagine comes with uh, challenges and I would love to know any kind of stories of kind of that moment where you've just gone oh my goodness I have no idea how to resolve this parenting scenario um so that's the question if it comes straight to mind then we'll dive in but if not we can go back to what what's the best part of being a dad i'm trying to think i might need a little bit of time to think about that a parenting scenario that i didn't know how to resolve yeah like those kind of like even if it was something silly like i took my kids to cornwall over the week over the um holidays and one of them just got wet uh, on the beach, of course, because there's water. Uh, but we had no change of clothes or nothing. Like, And just getting over that hurdle of there in floods of tears, we've got to walk up a massive great big hill. Disaster. Those kinds of moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, obviously, there will have been many of, my, many of those sorts of moments for me. Um, I'm trying to think. I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll have a little think and then we'll... And we'll yeah, I'll come that, back to that it. time that uh, that that one of your kids got stuck in the pig pen. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> slash, slash locked in. <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully I've not had any of them uh, uh, stuck in the, in in there. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, even on the, even on the farm, really, because my my kids are quite well. They're relatively adventurous, I'd say, but they're not messy kids. Like they they're just not like if if they thought like they'll be in the mud. But wellies are for the mud, not hands. If that makes sense, <laughs> like they'll, we'll, we'll cook together in the kitchen. <laughs> is that and, is that like a mantra? <laughs> like no, uh, no, no, above, not at all. Above the back door, like wellies are for mud, <laughs> not the hands. <laughs> like remember not that as you go out. <laughs> I have no issue. Like we even have a downstairs shower, so that if anyone comes in and they're mucky or whatever, like you can just jump straight in the shower. Like my little boy plays a lot of football, so you know that it works well for that. But we have no issue with that at all. You know, even in the kitchen, like I'm really. Oh no, I'm quite. I'm, well, I said my wife would definitely say I'm a messy cook, but. I I am quite a messy cook, but I love cooking. So, you know, I don't have any problems with sort of getting messy in the kitchen or whatever else. But even both of them, you know, when they help me out in the kitchen, they're literally just like, okay, they're stirring it like this, you know, with one, you know, one finger around it. You know, they, 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 they just don't like getting their, well, themselves, I guess, dirty. They don't mind mixing and spilling it all over the side, but not onto their hands, no. Amazing. What do you love most about being dad? Um, for me, it's it's what I learn from the kids. I mean, they just come out with stuff that you you just look at them and you're like, how on earth did that come <laughs> come out? <laughs> you know, where did that come from? Um, and for me, you know, they they teach you so much every single day. You know, they teach you how to be patient. They teach you how to listen. They teach you how to be understanding. You know, there's so many. You know, obviously they make you laugh. You know, they they definitely make you cry. Um, there's so many different things that you that you don't realise you get from that relationship, which for me, you know, I think is incredibly special. Um, yeah, I, I just, you know, there, there is nothing like it. There's nothing like it. 
I had a I had a WhatsApp yesterday whilst I was doing the radio show, and uh, I, I'm just trying to find it now. But this sums up parenting. And Luna, my youngest, uh, has she's extremely quirky. She's she's very unique. She's nothing like Noah, who doesn't like getting messy. He's quite sensible. Uh, Luna is the Tasmanian devil tornado. Um, and this is this is the the, the WhatsApp <laughs> I received. It was. Uh, Oh my God, our daughter is so highly strung. She's such hard work. She's just had a complete meltdown about who ate her sausage roll when it was her. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. And then then she turned around and uh, my daughter was on the sofa. She was brushing her hair with our dog's flea comb. (laughs) No, stop. That's parenting oh. there. That's parenting summed up in two Where WhatsApps. Where did she get it from? Well, I, I, there's a story behind this. Luna's got bites at the moment. Anyway, it turns out it's mosquito bites So because it's getting a bit warm. But yeah. we thought it was from the dog, so I had to quickly check whether or not she had fleas. She hasn't. She has spot on and everything. Yeah. She's fine. But I left the flea comb yeah. out. <laughs> what, Luna? <laughs> Luna has spot. You can't use spot on on Luna. <laughs> no, on the dog, Coco. That's not okay, no. Jay. <laughs> Also, I've got, a quick, I've, got a pretty, I've got a quick fact here. Did you know that fleas bit in triangles? Did anyone else know that? Really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. It, yeah, if they bite you, they bite in triangles. So that's how you can tell if it's a flea bite. <laughs> I, I, I was doing some wow. research about her bites, and yeah, they bite in triangles. And it's true. It's like Zorro. Well, so they do three separate bites, which make a triangle, or, or it's all, like one yeah. bite? That... No, it's one. There's three oh, wow. separate bites. They'll always bite in a triangle. Is it yeah, an yeah, e- yeah. equilateral triangle or an isosceles triangle? <laughs> don't, don't bring maths into this, you ex-teacher. Get lost. <laughs> well, just bring the education on, you know. Um, JB, okay, right. What would be your best parenting hack? Like, what's, if one tip for maybe a new dad, what's the one thing you would kind of say, right, here's what's going to just help you out? Um, I mean, I don't know if this is a hack per se. But one thing I always tell... New well, parents who are going to become you know know, new parents basically is I always just say to them you're on the same side, which sometimes you forget because you're you know you're both very very tired you're stressed you know my wife was breastfeeding so she's working out whether that's the right thing I've read all the books which she hasn't so I know that that's not the right thing whatever do you know what I mean and you very rarely meet in the middle but for me you know just just remembering that you're both on the same side and you both want the same outcome really helped a lot sort of you know for, for us post week two yeah you know when some I can't remember who it was told me that you know and and, and actually of course you know it, it is the case regardless of whether you do it this way or or you know your wife does it that way or whoever you know however the family's made up you know you you might do it differently but ultimately you want the same outcome you know which is I, a happy kid I, I hear what you're saying you're, you're both on the same side and it's her yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's Al's version. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> no, you're right. That's really valuable because in those moments as well where you, and you know, ultimately neither of you really knows what you're doing. Um, no. I think coming together and both being aware that you don't know what you're doing 
helps yeah. you then both be like, well, okay, let's try it your way. And if that doesn't work, we'll try it my way. And then if that doesn't work, which is probably likely, let's just go to someone <laughs> else's way that we'll ask on Facebook. And, and, yeah, and, and exactly. you end up kind of just working your way through it. That's a really valuable piece of advice, definitely. Yeah. There's, a, there's one other bit of advice that I always liked, and that kind of, it, it reminded me of this, which is, I remember a... Um, uh, a, a mum and dad first time mum and dad they were in a restaurant and their baby was crying and they were looking around going oh no oh, she's she's making lots of noise and this uh this this old lady next to her turned around to the the couple and just said no no do not apologize for your child crying this is your time and i thought that is such a fantastic thing to say as in you've had to go mm-hmm. through kids crying in a restaurant and now this is your time it's your time. You do not worry about it. You let your kid cry. It's your time. I thought that yeah. was a really nice bit of advice sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, just to, just to further that as well, you know, my, my, especially in the early days, my wife got, you know, always quite self-conscious when, you know, the kids were crying, like, in a public place or whatever. But for me, you know, as long as... I, the way I sort of worked it out, and, and this is maybe just me, but as long as all the boxes were ticked, you know, so... Kid yeah. is clean. The essentials. Healthy, um, fed, whatever it is that, you know, might need to be going on, you, you'll do sort of your checklist. Other than that, you know, it's pretty much let them express themselves. Because ultimately, especially when they're really, really young, that's the only way they can communicate. And if it's the fact that they need a cuddle or if it's the fact that they're, you know, their they're nappies needs changing or, you know, whatever it might be, or they're tired or, you know, whatever it might be, there's a reason why they're doing it. So I just, you know... As, as difficult as it can be, and I think it's worse for mums than it is for dads, if I can say that. But for me, you know, I, I, I never really had a major issue with them crying because to me, I'm just like, just express yourself. And my kids as well. Again, I'm not saying, suggesting this for anybody because if you need, if you need a bit of rest, then do it. But, um, we, my kids never had dummies. And, you know, for me, again, or well, for both of us, for Chloe as well, um, you know, it's always about them being able to express themselves. And we just felt like if they ever had an issue, obviously when they're babies, they're just crying. But as they got older, you know, they w- we would encourage them just to speak about the problems. You know what I mean? And, and not only did it not help having to then take a dummy off them at two or three or whatever it is, but at the same time, they were able just to express themselves, you know. And even the, when they're, they're babies and they can't talk to you, they understand a lot more than they can, you know, they can give back themselves. Mm. So, you know, I don't know. For, for us, it was it was really important. And, and for me, you know, I tried not to be too self-conscious about that that part of the whole thing because, you know, it's ultimately just them expressing themselves. And if they're not happy, then you kind of have to, you know, take that into account and yeah. help do something about it. It's great. It's a great place to finish as well. Such good advice. Um, yep. JB, um, what's what just to finish with what's coming up? Where can people see you? Where can people find your book? Like, just give us some signposting. Yes. Well, my brand new book, my first ever book, Ace and the Animal Heroes, The Big Farm Rescue, is out on the 27th of April. I'm really, really excited. Um, I've got a signing actually up in Leeds. So if anyone's listening to this and they're in the Leeds area um, on the 27th, I think from three o'clock um, at the Little Bookshop Leeds, then by all means, check out the website, littlebookshopleeds.co.uk, and you can check out the details for that. And similarly, I've got a, a signing in Bromley, which is my closest hometown um yeah so jk if you're around you can bring down the kids if you're free Probably um, massive. but yeah again if anybody 
Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anyone's around and, and wants to drop down, then um, yeah, I'll be doing a, a book signing there as well um, on the 29th of April. Um, and yeah, as I say, you know, I'm looking forward to everybody, um, you know, tuning in. Obviously, you can get it on audiobook as well and ebook. So if you if you aren't able to come to the physical signings, then um, you can get it on your laptop or or on your Audible or whatever it is. So um, so yeah, that's the book. And yeah, I, I'm um, really looking forward to kind of what the summer brings as well. I'll be doing some more filming, uh, more work on Songs of Praise and Spring um, Summertime on the Farm. Um, and you guys will be seeing more holiday homes in the sun as well. So, can, can I next time if we ever see each other in person? I never want to look at your calendar on your phone ever, ever. Don't want to look at it. Stress me out. Just stress me out. It's it's anxiety. Anxiety. It is mad. It really, really. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, I forgot. I forgot that. I forgot one of the the well, well, for you, J.K. I forgot one of the biggest things. I'll be on tour with the boys as well with JLS, or um, kicking off October the twentieth in Dublin, and we'll be on tour all over the UK and Ireland. I can't tell you how glad I, I am that you guys are back together. And, you know, Marvin works in our building. I speak to Marvin a lot and stuff. And I just, yes. I, I, I'll say to him, you know, I love you guys. And we need more boy bands back in this world. We do. Official. Yeah. JK, you need to ask Marvin the same questions as you asked JB about like, who can he trust or whatever. <laughs> See if you get the same answers. I was thinking that as I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Um, JB, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, it'll be completely different. Um, yeah. JB, thank you so much for coming back. Maybe, maybe at uh, some other time. Um, we'd love to have you back. So as long as your, your schedule allows for it, maybe I like it. But let's. Um, we'll obviously, you work very welcome any time. So thank you for joining us again. Real, no worries. Cheers, boys. A Dad's Net original podcast.